Halloween, big dog ball talk. <laughs> it's actually not Halloween. November first. Yeah. Oh, that's spooky. Yeah, that is that's actually scarier. Depending on uh, what day yeah, yeah, yeah. the actual uh, you know event of Halloween falls on, uh, some of those people uh, you know you might be getting the November first scaries. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it's big dog ball talk. Matt Icorn and Jordan Flegel. Jordan, we talked about this last episode. It's time to let the people know Halloween. What was your costume? What were we busting out here? We haven't talked about Halloween. Uh, you know, I, I know you like to go big or go home. So what, what was it? What did you decide to grace? everybody around you with well i'll let you know uh, matt but 10, 10 hour dinner it, yes well yeah so yeah me and matt i was we were, we were supposed to meet up you and i but uh you were I, scared. I i yeah i first of all i got too scared but i <laughs> i i partook in a uh an edible substance um and uh but I, you know i won't get into it but i uh i was kind of you know it was i was entranced uh, at the restaurant i was at ended up staying mm-hmm. there for, for quite a lot longer than <laughs> I expected and then uh yeah i didn't didn't think i could safely make it to your location so sorry about that matt sorry about that miko everyone else uh did you guys have a good time what what was what was the uh what, what was downtown toronto like matt halloween weekend before i tell you what my costume was you, you got to let me know uh, i mean it was it was not bad same old can't, can't complain same old you know uh <laughs> crazy costumes uh okay. dance floor it was like there was literally no point of even having the dance floor because uh, it was so fucking busy. Like you literally had to push your way through, and then it was oh, kind of like, kind of like a like elbow to elbow mosh pit. There was really no dancing, uh, but it was still fun, you know. Get a get a couple ten drinks in you, and uh, you don't really care. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, okay. And, I'm glad and, I, it's mo- what most I expected. Of us were, then most of us were cowboys, so we're used to you know bumping and grinding, working in the dirt. Incredible. Okay, good. Well, Matt, I mean to paint the picture for you, uh, I was the devil. Uh, so I had a little, uh, I had some horns. I had a, a, had a tail and I had a kind of pretty snazzy, uh, red blazer, uh, that mm-hmm. Annie just had lying around. Actually, it worked really well, but what really completed the look is at this restaurant, Matt, I had, I ordered an enormous plate of seafood in red, uh, tomato broth. It was just seafood. I think it was for three or four people. I ordered it just me sat there. <laughs> for a you know, good two hours eating mussels and, and shit and just picking up this massive bowl and just sipping it. It was like I was the devil drinking blood, man. It, it really worked with the costume. So so that was my night. Um, and and then last night, actual Halloween was a little more uh, little more tame. Uh, got some, uh, you know, we're, we're up at uh, Annie's grandma's house. Got some candy for the Halloween uh, trick-or-treaters. Three kids came. Uh, so nice. that wasn't, that wasn't great. But yeah, we got, we got some leftovers. So all in all, pretty good Halloween. Hey, not bad. Well, everybody make sure November 1st, uh, you know, once you once you kind of get past the age of like, I would hope 12 and you're not going out and trick or treating anymore. Uh, a, uh, a solid 15, yeah. 16 year old kid came last night. He was yeah, one of the three. That. I would have kicked him off the porch, man. Yeah, I wasn't happy uh, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Go get some pussy, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 next thing we're going to, uh, you know, I, I don't even remember what I was going to say now. I uh, can't believe I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. I don't want kids to do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alex, if you're editing this, feel free to cut that or bleep no. it or something, man. No, leave it uh, in. Or try and rig this so that Jordan said it. But uh, yeah, I think I think I was just going to point out the, you know, the existential crisis I could have seen you having in your scenario, you know, being the, dressed as the devil. But uh, let, let's, just, let's just change our focus and talk about uh, the NBA for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, lot, lots to talk about. Uh, it's actually, we're going to start with, uh, you know, the happy news. before, So we can start off with a good, a good start. I think we're already off to a great 
great start. Yeah. Um, but uh, we got some, yeah, kind of just uh, troubling news. Then we're going to have a little scary talk uh, post-Halloween. And then we're going to finish it off with, uh, you know, uh, something that could be scary, depending on Jordan's performance at the this, this competition that I've rigged up for him. Oh, it's uh, not going to be scary. To, to start, uh, congratulations to DeMarvelous, DeMar DeRozan. Reaching 20,000 career points, 50, 50th player in the NBA history to do it. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's crazy because, you know, it makes sense in my mind that he's able to do it. But on the other side of it, I was like, no, that's still, that's like a pretty big accolade to hit. And it just, you know, he's he's one of those great players. And I think that just kind of speaks to, you know, the, the, the big topic for this. Like, what kind of legacy is DeMar DeRozan leaving behind? Because, you know, he yeah. doesn't really have you know he's he's got all he's got all-star appearances i i, I believe you know he's got the uh one all, well now all nba uh or i guess no now two all nbas after last season um so yeah. you know he's 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 proven that he's one of the top talents in the nba uh you know in, in his peak of, of his powers but i don't really know how much else, like you know i think he's just gonna be one of those dudes and when you play the remember him game uh yeah demar yeah. Derozan will be a guy that uh, you know old heads throw around 20 to 30 years from now and be like you know what yeah he he was the truth crazy dunks uh and then transition to just making these crazy jumpers uh later on in his career but uh yeah i i yeah. I, I i can't be happier you know former raptor uh jordan what what do you think man uh what, what did you think when you saw him get that 20th bucket first 20, of all thousand three- 20,000, yeah. Three-time All-NBA, Matt. Uh, just to, Interesting. Just to, okay, uh, I think he must have made two two yeah. back in Toronto at some point. Uh, yeah, five-time All-Star, every, every, yeah, everything you, you just mentioned. Like, um, I, I think, you know, I, I, I maintain uh, that Kyle Lowry is the greatest Raptor uh, because, you know, I, I, <laughs> I think when, when the team started getting good again in, in 2013 up, up to the championship, he was the most important guy there. But... Demar, sure, yeah. I think Demar, I think is either my first or second like favorite Raptor ever, just because of how how much he embraced being part of this team. Uh, like as one far, of the first guys to do it. Yeah, and as far as I know, never wanted out. Like I, there was never there was never any rumblings at any point that he wanted out. Where, whereas even with Kyle, it was like you know is he is he happy? You know there was mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. initial trouble with you know was it going to be him starting or Calderon? You know butting heads with Casey. Tough all this stuff. <laughs> Initially, it was, um, but uh, like you know, with, with Demar, that you never had any of that stuff. So you know, I yeah. think all Raptors fans are always gonna you know uh, absolutely love this guy. Um, and you know, he 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 just yeah he he put everything out on the floor for for you know and left everything out on the floor for for the Raptors. Yep. You know, in that Raptors uniform, did everything he could. I think you know that the issue though you know for for him legacy wise is that you know it, he just when it came. Playoff time, especially with yeah. the Raptors, he wasn't ever to, you know, he was never able to really quite, um, you know, elevate his play to 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 get it done. Uh, you know, he he always was one of those guys who, if you looked at his stats, they would always dip uh, in, in oh, the playoffs, yeah. and especially as the playoffs went along. When you looked at, you know, field goal percentage, assists, um, you know, points were, were always okay. He always seemed to get them, but he wasn't as efficient. And and it was yeah, just, yeah. It, it, it wasn't something where, yeah, he, he was a, a guy who really raised his game in the playoffs, unfortunately. And and you know what? That's not even necessarily always his fault. I think the Raptors were, when he was there, uh, a team that consistently 
kind of overachieved in the regular season uh, in terms of the talent that they really had. And then, you know, the expectations, I think, were always a bit on the high side for, for the Raptors going mm-hmm. against teams that, you know, ha- had a lot of talent. Um, but I think that's going to I think that's going to stick with him, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, as time goes on, people forget that and they just start looking at your raw stats. And I think I think that's going to help uh, DeMar sort of yeah, down the yeah. line that, that he is in this club, fi- uh, one of 50 players, you know, for now to, to be in that, uh, you know, 20,000 plus points uh, club. Um, And like, I mean, in my mind, what makes DeMar that much different, you know, at the end of the day than someone like Mello or or someone like some of these other like scorers who never really got it, you know, got, got, their teams that deep in the playoffs either. Um, Like Melo might be a bit of a stretch, but I I, I do think people, because of the playoff thing, people have kind of already started to underrate DeMar and what he can bring to the table. Like last year, he was insane. And like last year was, you know, uh, like he he was in his 30s, uh, you know, the best year of his career, but he he had great seasons in Toronto before that as well. Um, And I think if... If you know, if you put the perfectly constructed team around him, like if, if you put the right pieces around him, mainly you know three point shooting and you know a steady point guard and you know everything that will make him successful. Some defense, man, and some defense. <laughs> yeah, he, he needs a lot. Um, but like, <laughs> if, if if you give him all those things, he can be your primary scorer, no problem. He 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 can be a consistent twenty five plus point scorer and do it. Uh, you know, again in the regular season at least fairly efficiently. Uh, you know, getting you good shots. Um, and and the, the thing about him is he is, you know, I, I think what set him apart from other kind of just quote unquote scores is that as soon as he went over to San Antonio, he started working. And, and you could see this towards the end of the Toronto run as well. He started working on being a better passer and a better playmaker and a guy mm-hmm. who could play within an offense. And that really showed in San Antonio. His assist shot way up and that carried into, you know, uh, last season in Chicago. And I think that's going to continue this season. Um, and and I think, yeah, he's he's just a guy who... You know, he plays hard, has some has some faults, but you can never, you know, he, he's never a guy who freaking took time off unnecessarily. He, he's, he's been super durable for the most part for, throughout his career. And yeah. I think, I think uh, again, in 10, 15 years, us old heads are going to really, really celebrate this guy because he's he's kind of old school uh, and, and, and was old school and is old school now, even in this kind of modern NBA. He's kind of a really refreshing yeah, oh yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, not to mention everything he talks about, you know, off the court in support of, you know, mental health and everything. He's just mm-hmm. a guy. He's just such, such a stand-up guy. I don't think anyone in the league has ever had anything bad to say about him. It's just, you know, the the playoff stuff and the, the few faults that he had are kind of magnified, and especially in the modern NBA, which is really too bad. But I'm always gonna I'm always gonna stand up for this guy. Um, and I think you can make a Hall of Fame case for him, Matt. I don't know about you, but I, I think you can. I think that he'll uh, he could squeeze in there, you know, one of those years. Like he wouldn't be a first ballot. No, uh, I mean, like me, like unless some it, crazy I, shit happens. I was gonna Chicago say Chicago like, could go uh, wild, man. Yeah, if Chicago can somehow make this crazy run to the finals or something, or yeah. uh, you know, he, he he kind of gets a uh, gets hot like he did last year, and he makes another MVP push. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't think that's in the cards this season, but you know, it's still early. Any anything's possible. Yeah. Uh, KG said it best. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it, I, I, yeah, I think that looking back, he'll end up being, you know, praised and he'll, he'll have a, a lot of admiration from, you know, just around, uh, around basketball fans, uh, you know, the world over and everything. But, yeah. uh, you know, if we're talking about, you know, his, his total game for people who really know him, uh, cause again, yeah, I think that's kind of the thing, like a lot of players, I think when you go back and then you start looking at just stats, 
you know, people forget, especially people who didn't watch them. This is one of those cases where it won't hurt him. Uh, like if you look at like a yeah, guy like yeah, Man, exactly. Man, Man, like like Manu Ginobili, someone would yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, well he's just looking at these stats." Like I guarantee that fifteen year old kid that goes up to your doorstep for trick or trick or treating, he's probably like Manu Ginobili sucks. Yeah, I asked him that. He, did, he actually did say that. How do you know? Yeah. yeah, he said he was always bald. He never had a nice thick uh, head, yeah. head, head of hair. He was always bald. Fuck that guy. Uh, no, Manu Ginobili was the truth, and so is DeRozan. But again, you know, you're the people are yeah, gonna yeah, forget. Yeah. No. That, yeah. you know, he did have and he does still have a lot of shortcomings, but I'll, I want to give him credit, you know, before we move on here. Uh, you know, I would like to, you know, maybe they, there's probably quite a few guards from back in the day that have cracked into this. I want to know, since the three point line was put in place. Yeah. Do you think Gerard, DeMar DeRozan has uh, the least amount of three pointers made for a guard that's scored 20,000 points? Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. You, I can't you think so. Right. Yeah. Do you, do you have the stats or is this no? I just thought about the I just thought about this now. So who okay. knows? Maybe if you guys uh, head stats to Big Dog Ball Talk, I've got um, I've got I can I can get this I can get this numbers for you guys. So uh, go, let, go when you when you listen to this, go to Big Dog Ball Talk. I'm gonna fucking throw it up onto the Twitter, and uh, you guys can see who uh, how, how this all ended up coming about, uh, and if uh, Demar Derozan did uh, make make that uh, that mark. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I'm I'm assuming is Iverson in the twenty thousand point club. I'm assuming he is. Yeah, oh yeah, he's got to be because yeah. he might have overall less, but you know he would have taken more threes than Demar. He didn't take all that many, but you know, De- like Demar, I'm, I'm looking at his uh, uh, basketball reference page right now. He only the most threes he took even a game is three point six in twenty eighteen yeah. with the Raptors, and then it's actually declined since then. Like the Spurs didn't like him doing it, no, and now no. he's only. It, with Chicago, he's never shot more than two per game. So yeah, he's he's got to be. If, if especially if you, yeah, if you're considering him a guard, he he's got to be the the one with the least three points, uh, you know, field goals made in in that group. Which is you know, in one sense, kind of like, oh, I wish he was you know a better threat from the three point line. But another way, it's kind yeah, of impressive yeah. uh, to be able to score that many points without that uh, in your game, and that that's always been impressive. But like I just said, it's also been the thing that's kind of like, oh. I, uh, you know, as Raptors fans, you know, you and I both know, I, I wish he could just fucking pull up and just bang yeah. a few threes. It would have really yeah. fucking, <laughs> would have really, really helped. helped. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know what? He made a few when he needed to. And uh, yeah, uh, again, al- al- always will love DeMar despite the shortcomings. Yeah. Well, uh, to move on, you know, I said it was a, a happy, happy time. Uh, now it's just time to be a little bit depressed. Uh, I guess we'll start with the the bigger name player. Um you know, we're not even sure how this is going to end up going. We're just going to free ball this one. Uh, but, you know, it feels like it's, you know, probably something that should be talked about. Well, Jordan and I don't represent the Jewish community. Nope. Uh, Kyrie Irving, you're kind of a piece of shit. And I kind of, I mean a lot. Uh, I don't really, I don't really get this whole new wave of woke that just turns into being a bigot or a racist anymore (laughs) uh because you know obviously kanye was uh right up on there and his buddy antonio brown who is like if you're if you're on the same side as antonio brown and kanye you should probably know you're on the fucking wrong side i know um but it's uh, i actually saw there was an excerpt uh from the so again for anyone who doesn't know uh you know kyrie irving uh sharing on his social media a lot of you know anti-semitic uh rhetoric uh, around uh, there was a screen grab uh, from a, uh, a film pretty much saying that 
uh, Jews are enslaving and they're trying to uh, keep down uh, the, the black community and they're trying to hold them back yeah. from, uh, you know, being able to achieve success in America. Uh, a lot of things like uh, along those lines. And they, the, one of the things I saw was a direct quote pulled from, or it was a direct quote pulled from the movie, which was just yeah, shown, yeah, yeah. Was a quote shown on the screen that was uh, an alleged quote made by Adolf Hitler before his death in a secret location uh, <laughs> that has never been verified. That's literally Matt, what it we says took history on it. in school. Uh, I haven't heard of this. Well, no, uh, it, let, let's see. What, 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 it, what does he say? Oh, I don't know. The exact quote was long as hell. Oh, but essentially, okay. it was it was saying that uh, okay. Adolf Hitler believed that uh, that black people were the uh, the most the, the jewels of America, and that the Jews were trying to uh, control them. That was okay. literally the, pretty much the. So gist you're siding with uh, Adolf then, Kyrie, I guess. Um, yeah, which uh, always on the right side of history, if that's where you, where you're at. Like I, I know I'm laughing, but it's mostly because this is just so unbelievable. Like I, I actually can't believe that this is this is happening. It's it's not really a mm-hmm. funny situation at all. But like, yeah, as you said, like I, as far as I know, it's a yeah, it's a it's a like documentary that was based on a book, um, and and that the book is yeah, just full of just crazy anti-Semitic like tropes and stereotypes and and just you know like made up sources and quotes and you know. Eh, everything that's just you know uh, just ridiculous shit and 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 like i i've seen a bunch of people online and on twitter saying like you know the film isn't anti-semitic at all and first of all i don't believe those people but um i like i i will say i haven't seen the film so like i can't mm. point to anything specific but like like it's just the 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 thing that really got to me is Kyrie's whole exchange with Nick Friedel, uh, who covers the the yeah, Nets for for the ESPN. Ridiculous. So yeah. after after their 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 game, I think it was against the Pacers uh, on Friday or or Saturday, and he sometime sometime earlier this weekend. Um, yeah. The uh, he, you know he's up there on the podium, and 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 Nick Friedel asked him about it, and and Kyrie kind of not only did he like double down on it, but like he didn't even, he he didn't even really like explain, uh, you know, anything specific to the film that like he, he really believed in. Like he he was really just kind of like being a kind of fucking baby up there and just, you know, saying things like he kept saying that Nick Friedel was dehumanizing him. And it's like, you, you know, Kyrie, members of the, you know, black community and not to mention black athletes have been dehumanized a whole bunch of different times. Uh, And and it's an issue that should be talked about, of course. But, you know, I don't think this is one of those times. I think someone asking you about why you shared a a film that has, you know, a bunch of um, anti-Semitic tropes, especially in the climate with, you know, what's going on with Kanye and and Jewish people already feeling like they're kind of under attack. Like Mm -hmm. someone asking you a question about that is not dehumanizing you, man. Like it felt like he was just kind of like dodging and and throwing in this other shit. Like it, it was just... Like uh, just such a childish, uh, you know, outburst by him, and he couldn't even, you know, have a real conversation about it. Uh, and and like it, it's like I just don't understand. He also said, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not promoting it. I just posted it." Like that's the dumbest, most childish yeah. thing. That's just something yeah. an eight year old would say. Like you know, yeah. I, what did I do? I didn't do anything. Like he knows how many people, you know, how many followers he has on Twitter, and he knows what's going on. Um, you know, again with Kanye and everything, uh, you know, surrounding, uh, you know, hateful kind of language, rhetoric, all that stuff towards uh, Jewish people. So I just think it's. F- fucking unacceptable from him and and uh, i can't believe he's doubled down on it but it's Kyrie, so you know uh, yeah. it can't be all that it's too woke 
Yeah. Uh, but the fu- and the funniest part too is right before that in the press conference, he was talking about how he uh, he understands and he uh, he appreciates that he has uh, uh, the power to uh, you know uh, voice his messages and he can really communicate. Yeah, and, he uh, can reach know, all these people. And, yeah, and he said he has a you know a social responsibility. He did this whole big thing like he was so proud and so smart. And then it was like, oh well, I don't have to. Explain I just tweet like anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. He, he, and you, you, once people start, you know, the once they start, you know, getting defensive and talking over the the reporter, then they just start going because you just go, I don't want to talk about this. Next question. Next next question. And it's like all oh, you no. have to do is explain yourself. Yeah. If you know if you know that you know that's the case, all you have to do is explain. He goes, oh, you're just trying to get a, a clip and get a grab, and it's I like. Know. This is a worse clip now that you've created yourself, Kyrie. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and again, the funny thing is, like as I said, like if you are going to be on the wrong side here, uh, you know, afterwards, Kanye West was trying to DM Kyrie Irving, and he posted a thing saying the the media was preventing him from contacting Kyrie, but he actually spelled Kyrie wrong. And that was why, <laughs> uh, and that, that was oh, real. Which God. Was funny. Um, but yeah, it's. It's a really bad luck for Kyrie. Uh, really bad luck for the league for doing and, absolutely nothing about it either. A hundred percent, and the Nets too. But like, I was just mm-hmm. and and then well, you know after this, the the NBA releases a statement. Joe Sy, the Nets owner, releases mm-hmm. a statement. Like, this is also just disastrous for for the Nets who are already having a shitty ass season so far. Like, it's it's yeah. such a it's crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully, you know. Something will change there. Maybe Kyrie will watch like more, uh, you know, uh, age appropriate documentaries or something. I don't know. Thomas the Tank Engine, something like that. Uh, something with uh, a little less, uh, you know, you know, anti-Semitic views uh, input. I, don't, I think Thomas the Tank Engine's okay. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, Corduroy the Bear. Uh, that could work for him. Uh, shout out to Corduroy. Um, but uh, and, and also uh, shout out to those. Uh, I mean, they look like teenagers. Maybe they were older. I don't know. But we'll go with. Uh, you know those uh, those young uh, members of the Jewish community uh, wearing the with fight the anti-Semitism yeah. T-shirts, courtside yeah. the next game. That was game. the other uh, thing. That was cool. I like that. That was cool. That was really cool. Kyrie Irving's doing this in Brooklyn. He's playing for the Brooklyn yeah. Nets. You know how many Jewish people live in Brooklyn? Like what? Like he he's screwed, man. Like I I I uh, I don't think he has many fans anymore. And and if he does, like it's it's people who kind of are on the same wavelength of him just like not you know uh, yeah uh fuck what and not to mention we didn't even mention it he also shared a video that alex jones created and then defended it yeah and then that was also on that whole presser 100 like and then defended it because he said oh that was back you know but in the 90s or something and it was about secret societies of america which are true. And I'm like, Kyrie, I don't think you should be saying anything that Alex Jones has ever said is true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, even even if you really believe that, like, read the room, man. Like, God. Yeah. Kyrie. You wanna, he wants to lose another three or four hundred million as well. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I would actually take the veteran minimum right now to be on the Nets. I, I, I don't no, I would I don't think I'd play for the Nets. But you got Steve Nash doing dances. You got Ben Simmons, uh, you know, still not not being a basketball player. You got Kyrie. Uh, doing his thing, KD. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't really blame KD away. for winding out anymore. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I get you know what? KD goes somewhere else. We're, Kyrie we're, Irving was probably sending him some crazy ass links, and he was <laughs> like, "Man, like, don't even send that to my burner." Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, to move on from one uh, oh. tragic NBA story to to another. Uh, so out of kind of the blue on the weekend, uh, Spurs uh, Spurs player Joshua Primo, uh, unfortunately also a Canadian. I uh, don't really want to take ownership of this guy anymore. No. Uh, 
So uh, he was a 12th overall pick, and it was kind of a reach of a pick anyways, but obviously they saw something, uh, you know, with Primo, uh, you know, moving into the future. So, you know, they take that reach. He, he had an okay, you know, season here and there. Like, he, he hadn't done really too much yet in his, his young career. And then out of nowhere, unexplicably released. Everyone's yeah. confused. No one's understanding. You know, we're, uh, it's the Spurs, so, you know, they're no nonsense. So they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Uh, and then it turns out that, you know, we've kind of got like an NBA Deshaun Watson here. Um, and Joshua Primo is exposing himself to women in the Spurs organization. So I don't yeah. really, I don't really get what the hell is going on right now with all this shit. Uh, it, and I, I'm also, I mean, this, the, so the one, the, the, the woman who was affected by this, uh, who's lawyered up and, you know, uh, pressing charges, which, you know, good for her. She should yeah. hired Deshaun, the, uh, hired the, the, the lawyer that was, uh, you know, in the cases for the the twenty six women uh, with Deshaun Watson, right. which you know what I probably would have pivoted because that guy literally got away scot free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, oh, he was yeah. he was rewarded with two hundred fifty million. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's actually more than that. Uh, so I don't know if that's what uh, you know the lawyer I would have picked, but uh, you know, second time's a charm. Uh, but Joshua Primo, I'm not really sure what the fuck he was thinking. I saw his after he got released, he said it was something due to past traumas. Yeah. Yeah, and then that was the only explanation he gave, and then eventually it came out what happened. So I don't know what he was trying to like if he was trying to like spin zone it before it got out or what. Um, but man, these years in San Antonio, these last couple of years, these tanking years, you know, they were they've always been quiet. They've always kept everything close to the chest. I mean, you got this going on. Dejounte yeah. Murray kind of turns out to be a bit of a hothead. I mean, there's yeah. quite a few uh, few personalities there at one point. Like uh, I'm. Uh, I'm a little concerned about the, uh, the the kind of guys that the Spurs are selecting at this point. Uh, next, we're gonna find out Jakob Pertl's running like a, a cockfighting ring. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I don't he's know, man. clean, man. He's he's uh, and and this is because he's Austrian. To be clear, I, he's I, I stand up mm. for my Austrian guys. Um, but uh, really? okay, you, maybe you and Kyrie <laughs> should have a chat. <laughs> hey, listen, um, this is a crazy story. You know, when when this came out, like I I, you know, everyone was confused why. Why he, he he was waived suddenly, just like you said, and then yeah, the first thing I read was um, yeah, t- he tweeted out something to do with trauma, and I was like, oh okay, like are you just like, is something happened and you need time to take yeah, away from yeah. the team or something? Like is that what's going on? And in that case, why were you waived? Like it was a, so then you know we we all knew something was going to come out, and 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 yeah, exposing himself to to women in the the organization. I really want you know it would be nice to know more details about like that, like what. Where could this have happened? Like, was it in the locker room, or was he doing it like out, like in the fucking, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just want to know mm-hmm, more details mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, how many times it happened and what what exactly he was doing, because it's a it's a very strange story. But like, I don't know. I I want to be able to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I do, I can't think of any sort of past trauma that would uh it, you know make me want to expose myself to uh, other people. And and even if, yeah. if it, you know, it, if it is, uh, you know, if it stems from that somehow, I, I still, it's not really something that's defensible, uh, you no, know, at, yeah. at least right now. So, so yeah, I mean, it makes sense why he was waived. Who knows about his history in the NBA or his, or his future in the NBA, I should say. Like, he's still super young. He's still only 19 uh, years old. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, there's, there's maybe time for him to, you know, make amends in in whatever way he can, uh, and and then maybe make a comeback in in a couple years. But uh, yeah, just just strange situation, and and you know, feel feel bad for everyone involved because um, 
yeah, no one, no one wants that to happen to them. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, everything gets, gets, you know, settled and, and yeah. <laughs> pushed through the justice system. And, uh, and yeah, but you know, part, part of me just, yeah, feel, feels kind of at least right now, because of his tweet, maybe the spin is working on me. Part of me feels maybe, kind man, of, yeah. uh, you know, uh, sort of, I, I feel for Primo a little bit, but like, I, I don't know the information yet. And, and I, I, you know, at the same time, he should not be doing that at all. So, uh, uh, yeah, a messy situation. It's it's good that he's he's not on an NBA court right now. Yeah, well, and again, it's kind of awkward, uh, or just uh, maybe it's not awkward. Maybe it's just sad. Uh, but I, I, if you uh, anybody remembers, uh, it was again, it was a very brief mention. Uh, you know, they uh, said that it was a former teammate of his, uh, Lonnie Walker, that yeah. uh, had mentioned actually that uh you know he was sexually abused at a young age and uh because people used to make fun of him for uh, when he had when he got drafted he had the really big uh hair yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, you know he turned out that was kind of something that was developed because of him trying to kind of protect himself obviously now if you guys see him he's got a nice clean cut uh out there in la probably yes he does up. yeah um, I don't recognize so it's, him. it's crazy to me that you know he's on the same team and maybe that's why lonnie walker was you know so eager to get out of there if you're on the same team as a guy like joshua primo doing shit like that you've dealt with your experiences like that like that's pretty yeah. fucking brutal yeah, um yeah, yeah. so again i'm i'm again i'm really starting to you know I'm, I'm starting to question the spurs more and more uh as the years have gone on but now we're gonna get a 30 for 30 tim duncan was doing tax evasion or something yeah uh it's gonna be uh you know the, the, yeah. there hasn't been a lot of good news out of san antonio lately so uh i'm really really hoping that that yeah they could deal with this and you know if uh your primo is uh is taken to to you know the full extent of the law whatever yeah, the yeah. hell is going to be going on uh there but uh yeah just back-to-back shitty news yeah. stories to really have to cover uh in the nba you know in a week where there really wasn't too much actual basketball action unfortunately but yeah uh, you know josh primo uh you're you can stay in the states man your uh your your canadian passport's cut up as far as i'm concerned man yeah. don't, don't come don't come through the six or me and jordan <laughs> will find you man uh but uh, to, to move on here, it's uh, still a spooky season. You're going you're, you're gonna to have to listen to it anyways. Uh, but uh, we've got Jordan. I, haven't even, I guess I haven't even told you what I have planned for this. It's yeah, I, I'm, I have list. no idea what this is. If you guys go back, it's probably like in the first 25, 20 episodes of our uh, our, our history there. Uh, you can go back. You can see our top five scariest players in NBA oh, yeah. history. Yeah, we did last year. Uh, this year. I'm on the same lines. I got five scariest things that can happen to any basketball player. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's something that I think everyone can uh, relate to. There's going to be some big things here. Uh, and, uh, you know, Jordan, I'm sure you've lived through uh, many of these things. Uh, yep. So, first one. Nothing to do with failure, go but with. yes. Mm, sure. Well, never we'll failed. see. Never um, lost. First one I'm going to go with, and this, these aren't in order, uh, but the first one I'm going to go with is hearing the whistle blow when you're in foul trouble. No matter oh. what, even if you're near the play, if you're near yeah. the play at all, if you hear that whistle, there is that split second that, that time stops. You take head deep swivels breath. around. Yeah, you're just looking around in a panic. Yeah, yeah, that's and then and then if it's you, then it's that scary because then you're like, well, do I just take the tech and go out in style, <laughs> <laughs> or yes. am I going to be respectful? You always take the tech. Fuck, I, I love taking the tech. Oh, I love it. I, I like to just politely go up to the referee and just say, can you please give me a tech now? And then if they don't, then I slowly start getting more animated. But I, I, I just want face. it. Yeah, I just want the, I, you know, I, I just want to, I want the makeup call too. You know, the makeup call always comes after mm-hmm. the tech. You always get a favorable call. 
it's the right thing to do. Uh, Bowley taught me that one. R.I.P. Yeah, the uh, uh, the next one, and this is a this is a big one. You know, if we're talking about Bowley, uh, you know, looking over our high your, school basketball uh, coach for yeah, everyone. It, uh, it, who's confused. If you if you take a half second, uh, you know. After you make a, just a bonehead, a shit play, that half second between having to go and look at your coach at the sideline. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I know. you know you got to do it. You got to face up to it. You know you're going to be getting questioned. If you ignore it, it's just going to be worse. Yeah, but you know yeah. that half second, then you got to turn and look into the, the face of disappointment and anger and whatever <laughs> else is going to be there. Uh, that's that's always a scary feeling. I think I think maybe with our team that your replacement was already up off the bench. Like, you know, either they're already oh, yeah, at the yeah. scores you table. Out. Yeah. One mistake. <laughs> Might as well just go over. Uh LT, our other uh, you know, basketball coach who uh mm-hmm. does he listen to this podcast? LT, do you listen? You, you should he probably you does. Should he be. would never tell us though. He yeah, no, he like <laughs> I would never listen to that shit. <laughs> no. Uh, but congrats uh, to, I believe he has a a, a, a child uh, just, oh, congrats. Uh, came into the world. Congratulations. He's gonna be a good good uh basketball and, and baseball player, I'm sure, uh with, with LT's coaching. Um but uh, yeah, uh, he 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 over on the sideline. He he uh, he wouldn't he wouldn't hide it if if he was mad at you. He'd uh, <laughs> he showed it right yeah. on his face. Uh, so uh, yeah, that that was pretty scary, Matt. I, I I will agree. I threw up the threes a couple times and got benched <laughs> for it. Uh, and I'm not even just saying throwing up three like uh, throwing up the shot. I'm talking about just celebrating. No yeah. celebrating. <laughs> yeah. No. no celebrating. Oh no no no. Uh, the, uh, the next one I'm going to throw in here, uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't know if I've ever had this happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it has, uh, at some point, uh, throughout my life, uh, Jordan, uh, I, I'm sure this has happened to you, uh, chucking up an air ball in front of your girl, Never happened whether to me. you're just, whether you're just shooting around <laughs> or whether this is an, I mean, if you do that in a game, then this is like, it's over. The relationship yeah. is done with, yes, uh, yes. but, uh, you know, if you're just shooting around, you're trying to the own presser and then you chuck up one short. That's not good. If you're gonna airball, you might as well. You gotta at least make it go long, because then yeah. it's like, yeah, well, it's because I'm so strong, so swole. But if you're short, then you know she might as well just go find the next guy on the court. Yeah, I mean, I think I think going long or going short is better than going like wide and on one side. If you airball like wide to one side, mm-hmm. yeah, just just walk off the court right there. Check yourself yeah. out and 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 you know don't play again. But yeah, it feels un- like un- unlace them up. When, when that happens, I, I, I you know, uh, and and this is true. Every single time, everyone listening, if you if your girl is watching, uh, or whoever your partner is, uh, who may be watching, mm-hmm. uh, sure. if you if you chuck up if you chuck up a ball uh, and and it hits, uh, you know, absolutely nothing. You know, it's an air ball. Clank. Every every single uh, person in that gym looks at your your partner and stares at them, and and they get really embarrassed. That happens every time. So uh, yeah. just just so you know, uh, your, yeah. your your fears uh, they're not unfounded. Um, and they go uh, seriously that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so uh, you're fucked. Yeah, it's that's a that's a really scary moment. I mean, sometimes clanking Alex? it, sometimes clanking it off the rim also uh, is, is pretty bad. Yeah. Not not necessarily an air ball, but yeah, a bad miss. It's, Producer it's Alex, no if good. you've ever taken uh, your your lovely girlfriend out to to hoop, uh, please insert your story right here because I'm sure you probably chucked up an air ball or two. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, to move on to the next one, uh, the. Uh, this one, this one, I've never actually fully experienced. It's been close. It was close this past year when I was playing in my, my men's league in the summer. Uh, but the split second, when you realize you're going to get your shit dunked on. Uh, <laughs> if you kind of are in the paint and you see that half set, that, again, it's a split second before you see this guy barreling down on you, 
you got to be like, you, you, you know it's coming, and you yeah. got to be ready for it. Uh, yeah, this past uh, summer, you know, the I actually had a close one, but he missed the dunk. I got the stop. I got the rebound. So you did I'm not get beast. the stop, Matt. I did get the stop. He no. dunked it. He died to dunk it, and it rimmed out. He couldn't do it. It was like Kyle Kuzma on the fast break, but I stayed. <laughs> I, I held my ground, man. Little fire hydrant. Little oh toast my to the God. cut, man. I held it down. I got the rebound, and I kept pushing down the court, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, very, very close situation there. Uh, to, to be dunked on. I didn't like the feeling. Well, Matt, I, I can't say I've ever had that feeling, but I, I know the look in people's eyes because I give people that feeling when I'm barreling no, down don't. the lane. I've, no, I've dunked don't. on, uh, no, I don't think you, I can count how many people I've dunked on, price including now? you. No, no, uh, real, uh, how high is a, a hoop? 10 feet? Uh, 8 feet? Uh, you I it? know that, man. I, it's crazy that I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 10 feet. Uh, you got I, it, man. It's okay, 10. There I, we I, go. You're lucky I didn't throw that in any kind of trivia. See, I know, I know, I'm not into really stats, Matt. Matt, I'm not a stats guy. I'm about the feeling. You never, anyway. You've never watched Hoosiers? No. <laughs> Actually, I have watched Hoosiers, but it's been too long. We should rewatch it and review feet. it on no this No matter where you uh, go, podcast. man. doesn't matter. Right. That's what that's from. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, I've dunked on a lot of people, Matt, and it is scary. They do look scared. My defenders look scared. So there you go. Interesting, man. Uh, it's probably just, you just gotta pinch yourself, and then uh, they'll yeah, be yeah. so scared. Uh, but the last one I'm gonna throw in here, and I think this is one that everyone's uh, every every basketball player has probably had happen to them at some point. Um, but the split second after you roll your ankle, the worst. You come you come down on your ankle, and then you're not sure if you broke it, you sprained it, you twisted it, or it's just rolled. or if you Paul George it. It's well, they, they, hey, Kevin Ware did it. They, they, yeah, oh well, fuck yeah, Kevin Ware. I mean, you, you probably know if you Kevin Ware it. I would, hope. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that 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 that, well, that that first couple seconds of just the burn, you're like, uh oh, like this could be bad, this could be fine. Could I walk this off or am I gonna stand up and my leg's gonna go down too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, you know, in general, rolling your ankle that's just fucking brutal. Get the icy hot out, man. Oh, yeah, Shaq, Shaq's icy hot, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I that was my only that was my only uh, you know believe it or not, not Matt I've never broken a bone in my body uh, I'm gonna knock on some wood right now nice man I'll, I'll change that for you I'll fucking put you in the Kimura man mm, no thanks no Matt please human um, pretzel but uh, my only I think you know and I've fallen from a few I like I've, I think I've come close I've got fucking I got whacked by a sailboat boom in my head in a mini sailboat. That makes sense. Got concussed. That was pretty fucking painful. But one of the biggest injuries I remember is a really, really bad ankle roll. Like when I first started playing basketball in like grade seven, because I didn't know that I needed, you know, proper shoes with ankle support. And I just came Mm -hmm. down and like, I don't think anyone, you know, I know it can kind of happen in some other sports, but really only happens in basketball when you're coming down from jumping super high and, you know, there's other people, uh, you know, in the way you can, you know, land on someone's foot. But yeah, when that ankle rolls and you put all your fucking body's weight down on the fucking side of your foot, that that was some of the craziest pain uh, ever. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 your foot doesn't feel right. Even if you haven't like torn anything, it doesn't feel right for fucking, it feels like months. It's uh, It's tough. I don't know how these guys in the NBA come back from it so quick. Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's gotta be the scariest one for me, Matt. I think that takes number one. Well, that, uh, that does it for the top five scariest thing. Let us know. I'm big dog. Ball talk. If there's anything I missed. Yeah. What else was, what else is a scary moment you can run into while you're playing basketball? Let me know. Uh, the, uh, the last thing here, Jordan, I got a new game for you. Brand new. Never even told you about this. Just had this yeah. idea. I thought it might work. Uh, it's, uh, I guess, you know, if anything, they're, they're, I, I think that the closest thing you could say is uh, who he played for from, okay, uh, nice. inside the NBA. But it's, is he still in the league? Oh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, Primo, I'm gonna, no. Tr- no, Primo, no. Kyrie? Uh, Primo Basta. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to drop a, uh, I'm going to drop here. 
a couple names. I got four names here, and I wanted to see if you can tell me if they're still in the NBA. Okay. So the first player that I'm gonna pull up, he was a uh, one of the best players in the. Oh, he's typing in uh, the players' names. No, sure I'm not. Know. I'm not. Uh, the uh, <laughs> he's a uh, he he was a, a former All Star with uh, the Atlanta Hawks. He's bounced around uh, in the NBA. Uh, does Paul Millsap still play in the NBA? Okay, so he was with the Nets, and then, oh my God, he did. I believe he went to one other team before or after the Nets. Right, but I'm trying to think of where, what trade he was a part of. Did he go to Indiana? No, because who was traded with the Nets? Fucking hell. I'm going to say, actually, no, he's not on a roster. He is not on a yes. roster. Uh, Let's yeah. go. Uh, last played for the Philadelphia 76ers. If, right. Uh, my, my, my intel is still correct here. Um, but uh, right, one for one, Jordan, not bad. Pretty good start. Yep. Um, the, ne- the next player I'm going to have thrown over you, uh, you know, former uh, you know, Chicago Bulls standout back when they were uh, they were making their uh, – their, their, their hard pushes there. Not, not a lot of accolades, actually, as I'm looking at his profile. Just a, an all-rookie team selection. Uh, you know, I would have thought maybe something here and there. Okay, but, who uh, we got? I, I know there's a nice serviceable vet. Taj Gibson. Oh. Is he still in the league? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where the fuck is he? I mean, he was with the Knicks, and I'm forgetting if he's still with the Knicks. He played la- he was in the league last year. Oh. But I feel like he got he got Oh no. Oh. Uh, is he in the league with the Washington Wizards? You got it, man. Nice. Two yes. for two. Not bad. Good call. Because again, a couple go. of these guys, I wasn't sure about him. Uh the next one Let's that I'm gonna go, throw baby. over to you. Uh, you know, he's he's an Aussie. He's uh well, obviously one of the best defensive uh, point guards that I think the world uh, has ever seen. Uh, he was, uh, you know, he's I known, know where this is going. He, he's known as the Curry Stopper. Matt Della Vadova. Is he still in the NBA? Oh, uh, okay. I'm pretty sure he is, which kind of, sh- and I, I remember seeing that and it shocked me, but I don't think he's been out on the court yet this year. I don't think he's got minutes unless I missed that. But where is he? Fucking hell. See, the only reason I'm even approaching knowing these is because we did our big ass season preview and mm-hmm. looked at every mm-hmm. single team. But which team was he on? Oh, Delhi, 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 Delhi. Oh, I might have to take the L on this one. But is he on the Hawks? He plays for the Sacramento Kings. He's oh. played twice this year. Twice Fuck. this year, man. He's got. Sorry, Kings. Uh, I just admitted I haven't watched any Kings games, but the Kings got to win. Yeah. The Kings got to win. I think when we said they would man. against the Hornets. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, but I think they got a win before that, actually. <laughs> no, it was the, uh, the, the, the Magic got the win on the Hornets. Uh, but the, and the Lakers were the last team to get a win also. Uh, so we were correct on those. Yes, uh, yes. But, uh, yeah, so you're, you're good, Jordan, three for three. And then, and again, you're getting these bonus points uh, if we wanted to throw those in there because, you know, you're getting the even some of the teams here. Uh, oh, yeah, no, player, I don't want I don't want the Delhi one. Don't give it to me. I need, I need, the, I need the team, too, Matt. Okay. Don't give that to so me. The, the last player that I've got here for you, uh, again, another guy I'm looking at his profile, no accolades really to, to speak of, which is uh, crazy to think of, but, uh, you know, he makes him dance. He's one of the craziest personalities we've seen in the NBA in uh, recent memory. Lance Stevenson, still oh. in the NBA or not? No. No. You going no? 
Yep. Final nope. answer, eh? Yep, yep. Yeah, Lance is out of the league. Born yeah, not I there. knew it. Uh, I would know if he was in the league. I feel it. Cod, I would feel yeah. it, man. Do you know he was his last team, though? Do you know what his last team was in the NBA? Oh, I mean, wasn't he with the Pacers? No, uh, he ended up uh, like again. Didn't he? Go, I feel like he would. He bounced back where, where, and forth. The Atlanta Hawks was the last team that oh, he suited up for. Uh, that's right. Or at least that's, that's, right. that's what uh, at least that's what I was looking at there. On the left yeah. side, there was some no, kind of I false think you're intel right. though. But but uh, Jordan, pretty good man. I'm impressed. You got all four. There's a I, you know I wasn't gonna throw in you know I was gonna maybe throw in some busts or something, uh, some younger yeah. guys. But you know maybe maybe we'll try this one again in a, uh, another month or two. Uh, and, yeah, uh, hell yeah. See if I can get you. That was a good one. A good performance. Uh, you know, definitely redeeming yourself from uh, some of those poor outings from last year. I, I, that's 100 percent true. Yeah, no, I'm no Chuck, Matt. I'm no Chuck. I mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I know my stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, wow. I, you know, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself, Matt. You you yeah, you you, you, be, you tried to come for me, and I, I could even do it for you too. Uh, you know, maybe mm-hmm. next time I'll I'll uh, you know compile yeah. a list. Um, but those were really good ones too, because I had to think. I mean, I, I they're all very uh, you know they all could be out of the league. Uh, you know, yeah. and, and in my mind, a lot of them are. But uh, yeah. Just remember seeing them on the, you know, on on rosters at the last second, especially Delhi. Uh, that's awesome. I uh, yeah. love that he's back in the league. Yeah. Uh, well, everybody, you should also pat yourselves in the back if you gave us a follow at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, yes, you head should. over there, uh, Twitter especially. Again, I'm gonna try and remember to get that stat out there. And if I don't, uh, remind me at Big Dog Ball Talk. I want you to hit us up, hold me accountable. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, uh, keep turning back in. I know, obviously, we missed the Monday mark on this one, but Friday. But you we'll let our t- you let track. our followers know, right, Matt? You you yeah. You, oh you, yeah, the tweet was out there. So, so you guys, so, should, yeah, you guys we, would have already known. We were we were uh, busy trick or treating. Uh, apologies mm-hmm. for, for pushing mm-hmm. the episode one day, but uh, it was Halloween. You know what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk and press spooky time. As my good friend Jordan always says. <laughs> uh, you know, it's better to know. Wait, hold on, Matt. This is the saying I. <laughs> hold on, wait, wait. You, wait, always, wait, wait. you always mess up the saying every time. Look, but the, the, I, you know, I've, I've said this to you before. Uh, mm-hmm. The devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Am I right, Matt? <laughs> Interesting. And. Uh, <clears throat> So just keep that in mind. Just, uh, just keep that in mind. I might be the devil, but you you know me. Or do you really know me? I don't know. I'm being mysterious. Mm. Um, you know? Are you scared, Matt? The The intention was to scare No. I mean, no. Nah, Alex? The, devil, the devil that we know wears Prada, man. That's all I know. Meryl Streep fan. Nice, Matt. I love it. Gotta love it. 